The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Dantea Price-Lisco. Invasive species have become a major problem in Virginia, and a state working group estimates the Commonwealth loses about $1 billion to critters each year. Patrick Larson with VPM News has more. Spotted lanternflies, creeping kudzu vines, feral hogs, and more are threatening native species around the state. The Blue Ridge Partnership for Regional Invasive Species Management coordinates public and private efforts to study and manage invasives in the northern Blue Ridge Mountains. Delegate David Bulova of Fairfax wants to set up more partnerships statewide. And so the idea is that we can replicate this across Virginia uh, because there's no way we're going to ever have enough money or enough state staff to deal with the problem. You really need to rely on those great volunteers who are willing to put the blood, sweat, and tears into this. Bulova wants the Commonwealth to set aside almost $5 million over two years to set up programs and hire staff to implement the Virginia Invasive Species Management Plan. Lawmakers are also considering several bills that could limit invasive plant sales at Virginia stores. Patrick Larson, VPM News. A repeal on collective bargaining for public sector workers cleared a hurdle at the General Assembly on Monday. Democrats on the Senate Commerce and Labor Committee voted for it, while Republicans voted against the legislation. If it becomes law, the bill would allow government workers to collectively bargain with some exceptions. This would greatly expand who can unionize in Virginia. Currently, local government employees can only collectively bargain with permission from their board of supervisors or city council. The bill will go through the Senate's Finance Committee before the full chamber can vote on it. When police interrogate a suspect, they're generally allowed to lie about the evidence they've gathered. As Ben Pavier with VPM News reports, a Virginia lawmaker is trying to set up standards for those interviews. Delegate Jackie Glass's bill was prompted by five cases in Virginia Beach between 2016 and 2020. Police forged forensic science reports and used them to question suspects. The Democrats' legislation would require the Department of Criminal Justice Services to develop standards on everything from AI-generated fake evidence to false promises of leniency. The rules would be non-binding. Glass says she's just trying to get the ball rolling after her previous bills and conversations with law enforcement stalled. And I suspect it's going to be a couple more years in order to really put and essentially put the law enforcement folks on record to say, like, we agree right on something. Still, a group representing Virginia public defenders said it would be a mistake not to include other stakeholders like defense attorneys in developing the rules. Glass's bill cleared its first hurdle in a party-line subcommittee vote on Thursday. Ben Pavier, VPM News. Cannabis legislation is making its way through Virginia's General Assembly, and there are competing frameworks. The House of Delegates bill would legalize sales starting July 1st for some medical marijuana vendors. A Senate version would legalize sales in 2025 instead. State Senator Aaron Rouse is the Virginia Beach Democrat who sponsored that bill. And this bill... No one applicant is preferred over another, and there are no head starts. 
The House bill from Delegate Paul Krizik would start sales earlier and require medical weed retailers to incubate micro-businesses. Virginia's tax commissioner will retire this spring, creating a fifth top-level vacancy in state government. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports that Craig Burns has been head of Virginia tax for more than a decade, serving four governors and overseeing various tax policy reforms. Christian Martinez, a spokesperson for Governor Glenn Youngkin, told RTD that Burns' retirement is scheduled for after the end of the General Assembly's regular session. He also said a search to fill the pending vacancy has, quote, been initiated. The list of sites for a permanent downtown Richmond transit hub has been whittled down to five. At a public meeting on Thursday, the Greater Richmond Transit Company sought input on those locations. VPM News reporter Ian Stewart has more. Of the five possible transfer hubs, two should be familiar to riders. That's because one is the current temporary spot along East Lee between North 8th and 9th Streets, while the other is the former temporary station across the street. Consultant Stan Wall says it's essential to find a spot that can fit 10 buses. With regard to proximity to the BRT line, East-West and North-South line, that's how we got to that final top five right now. Once a site is selected, the goal is to build an above-ground mixed-use development using both private and public funds. That's exciting to writer Melvin Jorniette. It should be a destination in itself. Housing, office, commercial. It shouldn't just be what they have now, but just an open lot. Another public meeting is scheduled for March. A final recommendation should come sometime in April. Ian Stewart, VPM News. Former workers at a Southwest Virginia manufacturing plant are owed over $2 million in severance pay, according to a federal judge. Cardinal News reports that Bristol Compressors International employed about 470 people at a Washington County plant when it abruptly shut down in 2018. Senior U.S. District Judge James Jones ruled that BCI violated the Federal WARN Act for not providing written notice of the layoffs and closures. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.